Father, great I am, Jesus, we ask that you anoint us, Father, that you place us in your hands, Father, and push us forward and give us understanding of your scriptures today, Father, that you give us what we need, that you uplift us, Father, in your will and your way, Father, in the holy name of Jesus, we ask that you help us as we delve into our into our Bibles, Father, as we delve into your word, Father, I ask that you anoint me with understanding and wisdom, Father, that you give visions, that you give understanding, that you give breakthroughs, Father, in the holy name of Jesus, to allow us to understand what your words mean for us in our personal lives, and allow you to work through your Holy Spirit, through our hearts, to open up, open us up to who you truly are. Father, in the holy name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, you who, and we say hallelujah, amen, in the holy name of Jesus. And so, this, um, episode today, this sermon is a very um, interesting um, sermon and God put it on my heart to um, to share this with you guys and this um, sermon in particular is called the, the Lord is One and this is a very interesting um, subject um, because, you know, a lot of times um, growing up, um, we are taught that that God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are, are, are three separate things. And so um, God put it on my heart to share this, um, that the Holy Spirit and um, a friend of mine, um, Brother David, who runs a... Um, a ministry out in um, Pine Ridge. He um, shared with me um, what someone shared with him that the that the way that they um, view God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is that it's the same substance that changes form, like how we have water that turns into ice and that can turn into a vapor, which is steam, and so that's how we can look at. God's spirit and these three th different forms that he takes and not as it being a separate thing or a separate separate entity and so this particular um, scripture where this starts off at is um, where we can take a, a good deep look at this is in Mark 12 Mark 12 28 through 34 and in Mark 12 38 through 34 well, 28 I'm sorry Mark 12 28 through 34 it says and one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well asked him which is the first commandment of all and Jesus answered him the first of all the commandments is here O Israel the Lord our God is one, is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, there is none other commandment greater than these. And the scribes said unto him, well, Master, thou hast said the truth, 
For there is one God, and there is none other but He, and to love Him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself, is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God, and no man after that durst ask him any question. And so, again, this is, this is very interesting. Because of um, what it is saying, it says that first of the first of all the commandments is "Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, one." And it's and it's even repeated. It's even repeated. The this this the scribe um, even repeats it. He said that there is one God, and there is none other but He. There is one, and so. Getting into the, the 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 subject matter of, of where Jesus pointed me to to um, understand this, he pointed me to Luke one forty six. If you turn to to Luke one forty six, Luke one line forty six, we can read here um, what it says. In Luke 1, line 46, it says, through 49, it says, And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. Holy is his name. And again, um, salvation, we, we, we talk about um, salvation, and we know um, that Jesus is referred to as this, as the singular um, salvation. And even when we go down a little bit in Luke 69, it says, And have raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And so we know that, um, that Jesus came from the house of David, that Jesus came from the house of, of, of Judah, the lineage of Judah. And so it is, even says here, it, it, it says that, And hath raised up a horn of salvation, a horn of salvation. So if we go up just a little bit further, Jesus pointed me to Luke, Luke 2, 14. In Luke 2, 14, it says, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. And this is, this is what the, um, the angels were, were um, speaking about God, about him being um, the highest on earth. Peace, goodwill towards men. And some other translations also says, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. So it's saying that he exists. He is in both places. That he is there. That he is in the heavens, but he's also on earth. How could be he be in the heavens and also on earth? Because he is in the, um, the body of, of Jesus during that time. And so um, when we go to a little bit further up, 
Um, he, he pointed me to go. He wanted me to go to Luke twenty nine, Luke two twenty nine through thirty, just a little bit further up. It says, "Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation." This is the. These are the. Um, the. This is. Um, I forget the guy's name. Simeon, who um, in his old age, he was told a prophecy that he would see um, God's salvation. And so he's saying, Lord, let, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation have seen thy salvation as Jesus, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and glory of thy people Israel. Okay, so that's that's um, yet another line that is very interesting. And when we go to um, Matthew, and again where I'm talking a little bit about um, salvation, if you go to Matthew 21, Matthew 21. This is a great one. This is one that um, most of us know pretty well. And when we take a, a, a really, really close look at that, it can allow us to understand it way, way more. So it's Matthew um, 21, 12 through 13. And this is something that we um, looked at with our pastor, through um, our pastor, Pastor Brown. And we were looking at this, and it, and it really um, allowed us to understand what was really being said. It says, And Jesus went into the temple of God, and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple, and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves, and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And so he, he's actually saying, and said unto them, It is written, My house, my house shall be called the house of prayer. He's saying, My house. So, my house doesn't um, say, when you hear those words, it doesn't say that it's somebody else's house. That he's saying that it's his, it's his father's house, but he's saying it's my house. My house, I am, I am God. My house. This is the house of God. Why would Jesus say that? His house is is a is a house of, of of prayer, unless he's talking about himself. He's speaking of himself. My house is a house of prayer, and so when we go up a little bit further, Jesus pointed me to um, Mark eleven. Mark eleven. Twenty-seven through thirty-three. It says, "And they come again to Jerusalem as, as he was walking in the temple. There come to him the chief priests and the scribes and elders, and say unto him, By what authority does thou the um, the, um uh, what authority doest thou these things? And who gave thee this authority to do these things?" And Jesus answered and said unto them, "I will also ask of you one question. One question." And answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism, the baptism of John, was it from heaven or of men? Answer me. And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say, 
<clears throat> from heaven, he will say, Why then did ye not believe him? But if we shall say of men, they feared the people, for all men counted John, that he was a prophet indeed. And they answered and said unto Jesus, We cannot tell. And Jesus answered, saith unto them, Neither do I tell you by what authority I do these things. And so it's, it's, it's very, um, very obvious, you know, what's being um, asked of. You know, he's saying, it, it was it from heaven or of men? And so he's, he's implying and saying, well, if you were asking me, is it from heaven or of men? It, it's from heaven. And so they don't want to, they don't even want to say anything because they know that they know what's going on. They don't want to admit what's going on. They want to um, um, retain this this control. So we go up to John. John eight. John eight fifty one through fifty eight. It says, Very verily I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Then he said to the Jews, unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead in the prophets, and thou sayest, If a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead. Whom makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should know, I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Very verily I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Then took, then took they up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. And so he said, before Abraham was, I am. I am. And we know, and we have to ask, who is I am? And so when we, when we backtrack all the way back to Exodus. Exodus 3. We go back to Exodus 3 in our Bibles. Um, this is talked about when Jesus meets God. It says in Exodus 3, 13 through 15. And he said, certainly I will be with thee. This is, this is Moses' story. I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? 
what shall I say unto them? And God said to unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. So what did Jesus say? Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. And God said, Moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever and this is my memorial unto all generations. And when you break down the word Lord in Hebrew is um, abbreviated into Y-H-W-H. And when you um, go to pronounce it, when it's, it's broken down, a lot of communities it's pronounced Yahuwah. That the Lord, that the Lord means um, Yahuwah. And it's spelled several different ways. A lot of people spell it Y-A-H-U-W-A-H or Y-A-H-U-A-H, Yahuwah. And again, with um, Yahuwah, and again, um, when we we're, we're discussing the, um, the name, the meaning, the meaning of, um, of Yahuwah. The meaning of Yahuwah is God is my salvation. And so this is a, a very um, interesting thing when you're talking about Jesus say that, saying that he is my salvation. And Yahuwah means he is my salvation. The Lord, he's saying the Lord. And again, when Jesus was... Um, Speaking about Abraham, he says, before Abraham was, I am. And he's saying right here, I am hath sent me unto you. I am. So they're, they're not two separate uh, people. This is this is one person, one God who came down into the flesh and, and manifested himself into the world as Jesus to show us the example and to show us who he is. And to give us this, this true freedom. And so, when we go up to, to Luke 21, go back up to um, Luke 21, Luke 21, 23. through 28 it says but woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people and so this is the this is this um, particular scripture right here Jesus is going into what the end times will be like and what his return will be like and they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts 
failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And so the part that we're focusing on here is this part. They see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Again, the Lord is one. God is one. And so again, when we go back and we're looking at this, it says that he's coming in a cloud with power and great, great glory. We go back again to Exodus, to the story of Moses. When Moses was on the mountain with God. And what did he, what was he told? What did he see? What did he experience? He experienced something very similar to what something we just read about the coming of Jesus. It says here in um, Exodus 33, Exodus 33, 17, starting at 17, and we're going to go through 34. It says, and the Lord Again, Yahuwah said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord, Yahuwah, before thee. And will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Again, I am what I am. Okay. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord, Yahuwah said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. Again, here we go with the rock. We were talking about the rock, the, the stone, the foundation. A sermon ago and it shall come to pass while my glory passes by that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by and I will take away mine hand and thou shalt see my back parts but my face shall not be seen and the Lord said unto Moses hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first and I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest and be ready in the morning and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks nor the herds feed, feed before the mount. And he showed two tables of stone like unto the first, and Moses rose up early in the morning and went up unto Mount Sinai, as the Lord, Yahuwah, had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tables of stone. And the Lord, Yahuwah, descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord Yahuwah. And the Lord Yahuwah passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, Yahuwah, God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Now it says the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there. And stood with him there. He descended in a cloud. Well, again, you know, what do we read about Jesus in Luke 21? That then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Of power and great glory. The, the, the Lord is one. God is one. And so 
again, um, when we if we go back um, just a little bit, and um, we read um, in Mark 12, um, there's just a little bit about the rest of that verse, um, <clears throat> and it says, "The Lord our God is one. Yahuwah our God is one. Is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart." And with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There was none other commandment greater than these. And so when we go um, up to Luke. And we were learning a little bit about this, about um, loving thy neighbor. Earlier, um, we were when we were just going through the Sermon on the Mount about um, caring for others, and this is this is the love of God that works through us through the Holy Spirit, and we pray to Him for that strength. Um, and Tommy, you shared a very t um, powerful testimony about that. You know um, that we are able to make a difference in other people's lives and also ultimately show them the example of God and lead them to God, lead them to Jesus, and so. If we look at Luke, Luke 10, 22 through 37, it says, All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and who and to he whom the Son will reveal him. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye, which ye hear and have not heard them. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. So you treat others the way you want to be treated again and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do and thou shalt live. But he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him, and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two, two pence and gave them to the host and said unto them, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Go and walk in that example. Do as you have been um, you have been told. And so again, you know, when we go we go back just a little bit here, 
Um, no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son. And he whom the Son will reveal him. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. And so they know they have been um, given this information from Jesus that God is one. They know it. They are um they without a doubt they know it. They know that the Lord is one. They know that, that, that God is one. And um it even says um further on in the scriptures it even says that that Jesus um gave to them the understanding, the true understanding of the scriptures. And so um it's 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 very interesting. It's very interesting. Um so the last scripture that, that um, one of the last scriptures that um, Jesus led me to was um, Galatians. Galatians 5. Let's go to Galatians 5 here. <clears throat> All right. Galatians 5, 13 through 15. It says, for brethren, ye have been called unto liberty, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For the, all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So, you know, we're focused on, on that, that, that we have to love our, our neighbor, we have compassion on our neighbor to help each other, to treat each other as we want to be treated. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. And so that's that's important not to um to argue, not to intimidate, not to you know we have a difference in opinion. It's to um, find out where we have an agreement, where we have, where we relate. That's that's the love of God. That's the love of the Holy Spirit. And so this is just an um this is an extra here. Um if we turn to Revelation 14. <clears throat> Revelation 14. Four, 14 through 17. In Revelation 14 it says, "And I looked and behold a white cloud and upon the cloud one sat like unto the son of man." So they're saying that he's saying that one like the Son of Man. Like the Son of Man. Again, you know, what do we read in Luke that Jesus would come of power, well, come upon a cloud um, and with power and great glory? Um, and so, if we read further in in Revelation, behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle, and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And again, you know, if we look at Luke um, 21, line 23, it says, 
and well, in line 27, then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. That's that moment. That is the that is the ex exact moment. And I looked and behold a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man. And again, if we go back to Exodus 33, this is just something extra that Jesus wanted me to point out. We go back to Exodus 33. Again, well, Exodus 34, really. Um, and the Lord, Yahuwah, descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. So God doesn't do anything. Um, he, he, he does new things, but he also um, lets himself be known by doing things by re repeating the same patterns that he is never changing he says i am who i am and so is that's he's saying this is this is who i am this is my personality this these are my these are my um my footprints these are my um my these are my uh, my blueprints this is who i am and so throughout time he's doing the same thing over and over he's presenting himself in the same way the lord passed before him descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord Yahuwah. Jesus says, And then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And Revelation um, 14, it says, I looked and behold a white cloud and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown. This is Jesus. The Lord is one. God is one. He is one. And in that in that oneness, we know that there's this one baptism, one gospel, one truth, and that truth is in Jesus. And the more that we can understand it, the more we can have that clarity to stand on that solid rock that he talks about, about those who hear these words of mine will stand and, and does them stands on solid ground. Those who don't, they don't stand on, on solid ground. They stand on, on shaky ground that's built on sand. When we don't have this understanding, we also stand on shaky ground. And so we have to stand on that solid ground, that's that that solid rock, that foundation of Jesus, Jesus who who um, God who came down in the flesh as Jesus to show us the way, to walk in the way, to be our salvation, to be our, our freedom. In the holy name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Does anybody have um anything that they like to share? Um Anything that they'd like to share or any reflections that they um, have on this? Yeah, I've, I've um, learned that knowing Jesus, he he is the ancient of, they call him the ancient of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason why is because they speak of him. He's, he, he's in he was here at the beginning and he's here at the end. And at the beginning, they speak of him. And then in Revelation, they tell who he is and they call him by name, Ancient, Ancient of Times. Right. So, yes, he is um, who he is. Yeah, it says he I am who I am. He created all. Right. He created all. 
and in all of it was created for his purpose. Hallelujah. Got anything? Mm -hmm. Um, one thing that I thought about, what was it? It was something in my mind that I had before. Um, it was something in my mind that I had. I think I lost. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. I have to think about what it was that I heard. Um, at this uh, point. If I, I'll come back. Come back to me if I think about it. Does anybody else have any um, reflections or any um, anything they want to share while we're um, waiting for Ashley to think about what she um, had in her mind? Tommy, anybody else? Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, uh, my name is Michael. I'm uh, one of Tommy's friends here. Oh, thanks for uh, coming, Mike. Yeah, no, I just want to introduce myself here. So. Appreciate it. Hallelujah. We can use all the, all the fellowship that we can get. It's, it's, it's always great. It's, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to... Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. I cannot think about what it was that I was thinking. It was a, it was a statement that came to mind. It was real, like cut straightforward. But um, I will say this though, that you know, oh, that's what it was. Okay, so I remember now. Um, <laughs> when we what came to my mind as we were reading is. You know, there's, um, this was the statement, there, there's many prophets, but only one human incarnation of God, if that makes sense. It's, it's, there's a lot of prophets. It's, you know, you can go to any religion, any place, you know, anybody, like, in, even in the Bible, mm -hmm. there's many, many, many prophets, but right. there's only one incarnation of God on the earth, and that's Jesus. And that right there stood out for me, that statement, because it made perfect sense. Why were the disciples so jittery? You know what I mean? Like, they were so jittery. Like, of course, yeah, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, too. But they had a drive in them that is unprecedented. And when you read the Bible, you never hear about anybody getting over jittery when a prophet came into town like you know like when a prophet came into town more more likely they were honorable to them they you know they bowed down and they they gave them you know due respects but they weren't like flabbergasted about what was going on the way that the disciples did and on one level it is that the holy spirit was was given to them but when i thought about what we were reading it came to my mind like well, if they knew in their heart that they were being visited by God himself, the same God that they worshiped, their ancestors worshiped, you know, they prayed to, the God that then threw, you know, like that did everything he did, you know, during Egypt and parted the Red Sea. And this God is here in the flesh with us now. And they're like, I can't believe it. Is it really him? And then they find out through this walk, that it really is him. Well, then that makes more sense that they would be 
over flabbergasted about like going out in the world to tell everybody right. who Jesus was and their experience with him here right. and how they would be willing to die. They would do anything because, I mean, just think about it ourselves. Who wouldn't, what would we give to have a visit from God right now? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like a lot of us are clinging on to the end time thing because we feel that we want that experience of it's seeing God and mm -hmm. feeling God and like being right in front of God. Right. Just like they did. And now it all, when we, and when we bring the truth together of who he was, as Jesus was God, it makes perfect sense. Everything makes sense. And why they were so excited. But we could be, and I say that to bring a new revelation that we could be just as excited because we have, he gave us something. Mm -hmm. He didn't leave us with nothing. He gave us a piece of his spirit so that we could experience him inside of us. And so that's what the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is a part of his spirit. And knowing who he is, then we know what we have. Like we have a piece of God with us that we can take. And when we when we really, really like open our minds and hearts and souls to what what the Holy Spirit is, we will be able to take on the world. We will be able to feel a peace we never felt before, to do things we never were able to do before. And it's all, you know, it's just this this all comes with understanding this truth and I, I, I leave it at this because I don't want to over talk, but I just leave it also with saying this, that this is what it means to believe. Because the Pharisees, you know, it's easy to believe somebody's a prophet. It's not so easy to believe that somebody is God in the flesh. And this is the reason why they crucified him, because they could not deny that the things he was doing only God could do. But they refused to say that he was God. Because they, it's just something that nobody, you know, was very, very hard. It was hard for them to believe that God, like how, how can the Holy God come and manifest in one fit, one body? Like how can that even be possible? But God can do all things. He can do whatever he wants. So when you know who God is and you respect who God is, you don't limit him to, oh, he can only stay in the heavens. He can only be in this grandiose perspective he can't come down and let alone he would never come down and be like a like almost like a peasant amongst people right. coming from nazareth he would come down and be a royal king and have jewels but god we this is why he came so that we can understand who he is we don't we don't know who he is because a lot a lot of the examples in the bible showed him in his anger showed him in you know like he destroyed the earth at one point, you know, but we don't know him from the perspective of his, his mercy, which we should. Cause when we read the Bible, he has countless times in the old Testament of mercy, but you know, he came to show us that. And that's, you know, I just wanted to end it there to say that, um, you know, this, this message, I hope that this message helps everybody to have that drive. Like the disciples did to believe, and and be excited about this, you know. Mm -hmm. Having the Holy Spirit mean and and this walk means that God is with you, inside of you, and with you in your life. Right. You no, know, hallelujah. Right,
Well, he said that if you have faith, that your faith alone can move mountains. Mm -hmm. Right. So exactly. You have to build your faith up. Once you build your faith up and get your faith to know that he is God and the one and true God, mm -hmm. you'll be able to do all powers as he does. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yep, that's what it means to believe. Hallelujah. Yeah, and even, you know, again, like he, he says that before Abraham was, I am. Like that was the num one of the number one statements that, that led to him being crucified. But again, if you go back at Exodus, he says clearly, he says, I am that I am. Tell the Hebrews, tell the Israelites that I am has come to, to, um, to save you. Has come to to, to to come to the to the, the people of Israel. Hallelujah. And again, you know what? When, when we were talking about the disciples, he said that that for um, scribes and Pharisees and kings and, and all these people have come to, to to hear the truth, but none have heard it. And mm -hmm. You have heard the truth. You have this understanding of who I am, God in the flesh. Jesus is God in the flesh. This is this is belief.